I'm preaching on what I call joyful sound. Romans chapter 14, verse number 17. It said, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So the kingdom of God, the kingdom for which you and I have come to serve in, come to be citizens, the Bible says it is a kingdom of righteousness. It's a kingdom where we, we have right standing with God, number one. Number two, it's a kingdom where we enjoy peace. And number three, we become joyful. So every day of my life, three things I must desire. Number one, to be in right standing with God. Righteousness is what? Right standing with God. Number two, I must enjoy peace. Number three, I must be joyful. I must be full of joy. You see, there are many of us, we are not joyful. We are always sad. We are always unhappy. Unhappy with our children. Unhappy with our, our life. Unhappy with our, our financial state. Unhappy with the house we stay in. But you know, the interesting thing of life, in life is this. The thing that you are crying over, it is somebody's prayer topic. Brothers and sisters, God has given all of us the ability to make a choice. Either to be joyful in our circumstance or to respond to our circumstance to dictate our happiness. First Peter chapter 1 verse 7 to 9 says that the trials of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire might be found unto praising and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen, you love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. So this whole trials, this whole challenge that you are faced with, at the end of the day, God wants to save your soul. Why the soul? It's where your will, your emotions, and your intellect are. So the enemy is after your mind that he will afflict your soul so that you are no more joyful. You become sad. But Jesus will always show up. He says in the midst of the crisis, that though you have been tried of fire, might be found unto praise it. He says, in the midst of the fire, you must praise God. You must honor his name. You must give glory that at the appearing of Jesus, things will change. I'm not there yet. But in the end, I will give a testimony that brings glory to God. That's my son who came to give testimony. Every year, you are, run, you are running all over the place looking for money. You don't have time for your family. At least this year. Memorable God says, The psalmist says, For thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. You see, when you are going through challenges, this is what you must say God, you will not leave my soul in hell. My soul will not see the corruption. In other words, whatever. See, being a Christian does not exonerate you from challenges. Being a Christian 
does not mean you won't have heartbreak. Being a Christian does not mean your child will not be sick. When your child is sick, it doesn't mean you lack faith. See, being a Christian doesn't mean nobody will offend you. Being a Christian, having received prophecies, does not mean you lose everything and you have to restart. The scripture says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. They stripped the man naked. Jesus, I believe he caught some feelings for somebody in the Bible. I don't know the relationship Jesus had with Mary. I don't know. The Bible says, when Jesus showed up, when Lazarus died, the Bible says that Jesus had a good relation. He used to go and eat there. Lazarus, Mary, Martha, they were sisters. Jesus, even Jesus, he had two ladies who were his friends. The Bible says, they knew Jesus, the man who raised the dead. They sent for him, he did not come. Can you imagine? You call Pastor Dan and he doesn't show up. Some of you will stop church. Sometimes God intentionally does not show up. It's part of the whole process. So Mary did not get up. I'm suspecting that either Mary, he saw that Jesus was catching feelings more, more for, for her. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because the, the arrogance with which they told her Jesus was, was in and would not get up. And Jesus wept to them, went to say, Hey, Jesus. They're saying, it's, uh, and of God, are you saying Jesus had feelings? The Bible says he was tempted on all points. To which confrontation is not. See, Jesus was fully human. A woman poured alabaster oil on Jesus' feet. Use her hair to clean. Do you know when oil touches a man's feet and you use her? Do you know the, the, the electrical impulses that would rise from? What will cause Jesus to tell God, if need be, let this cup pass? Now that I'm beginning to catch feelings, he said, make her go die. But not my will. You see, you see, crisis must bring you to a place of surrender. The Lord, it is not my will, but yours be done. You heard what our sister said. She said, I told God, God, I have forgiven this person. That was when her deliverance came. When she was no more litigious. They went to court. The judge says, go and settle it in the house. Could it be that all this was because God wanted her Christian life her marital life, that she wants to come to a place of forgiveness. Could it be that the reason why you are going through what you are going through is because God wants a true joyful sound. It's not a sound that you have defeated my enemy, so I'm happy. Now, Psalm 23 verse 1 to 4 says, are we there? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Everybody, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Did you see that God, number one, is the shepherd? Do you see that God is the one leading? Ah, is it God? Is it not him who said he leaded me beside still waters to restore my soul? Look at the next word he says. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So is God leading? So how do you come to the next verse and say, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. Ah, so could it be that sometimes even in God's leading, you go through the valley of the shadow of death and it is still God leading you. That's your neighbor and say, even the problem in the house, God is still in it. God is still in it. Things are not working. 
God is leading. I always cry. Hey God. You see, sometimes we are we, we feel we are too much. We must be in control. That's that's the problem. Is that is that I have to be in control sort of thing. He has to be my timetable. All my friends, God does not look at your friends to bless you. God does not look at your friends to determine the outcome of your destiny. God does not look at your friends to determine your timetable for your elevation. God does not look at your surroundings and your age to determine his plan and purpose concerning your life. He said, I know the plans I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. It is my plan. Not your timetable. Touch your neighbor and say, it's God's plan, not my timetable. In Luke chapter 4 verse 1, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Who led him? To where? Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. Yet he was led by to go where? So that... Satan will tempt him. Satan came to tempt him to act wrong. But it was the spirit that led him there. No, 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 no. L- listen to me. Listen to me, everybody. It was God, oh, God, who declared, This is my servant in whom I am well pleased. Then the Bible says, He was led by the spirit into the desert in the midst of seeking God's face without food and water. Afflicting his soul that God will show him mercy. The God who sent him there, he moved the angels and Satan came to tempt him. The scripture says after that, the angels came to minister to Where were the angels when Satan showed up? It was God who introduced Job unto Satan. Satan came, God asked why he said, have been gallivanting, going to and fro in the earth. Then God asked him a question. Have you considered my servant Job? Job, everything was working. Now God, if you want to give Job, if you want to double his his money, why must he go through the valley of the shadow of death? Lose his wife, that the wife said, curse God and die. Then say, you are one of those foolish women. He means Job had been dealing with foolish women plenty. The wife left him. He had friends who came Instead of consoling him, they came to make him know that you see it's not possible not to do wrong. See, sometimes, eh? So, look at me some sometimes only a bonyo, but you better when you catch us why you're One day, one of my daughters, she got offended with me. I called my daughter. She says, Oh, my child is getting sick. And, and the, the last time we did one go say, So I was sitting down with my daughter here. I said, Have you been paying your tax? My daughter got offended. Why should you ask me this nonsense question? What has my daughter got to do with with this one? Uh, I was behaving like Job's friends. How can this happen? Because sometimes it doesn't make sense. The things we go through doesn't make sense. Are you getting me? So we mortal people, because we don't understand everything, we we will start be asking, "Ah, is it your tight? Because we know that there are some things that when you do, it is supposed to secure, but sometimes you will do the right thing. Yet God will intentionally withhold good from you because what He has for you is bigger than your temporal experience. 
Sometimes when we go to, you wonder, I'm praying, oh God, I'm doing what is right. Why am I going through affliction? The trials of your faith must work patient. Your timetable is not God's timetable. Stop pretending like you are wiser than God. Acts chapter 2 verse 22. He says, ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourself also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified him and slain him. A man, what? Approved by God. Yet, him being delivered by the... So God had the knowledge that they would deliver, yet he did not stop it. Ah. God is more interested in your character transformation yeah. than the manifestation of the blessing. God is more interested in what? Your character transformation than the manifestation of the blessing. Now look at it. It was God's determinate counsel and foreknowledge. When you come to understand God in this regard... This is where it comes from. Things will not bother you too much. Because you cannot control everything, but God has a way. You have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and sin, whom God has raised up, having lost the pains of death. Ah. Listen, you will feel the pain. This is Jesus. He felt the pains of death. Going through it, you are crying. It's pains of death, but God will lose the pain. Because it is part of his... He, he, he knew it. He has pre-planned and pre-packaged your way out. My daughter here was going to marry. Some issue happened. She called off the wedding. One year after. Is it one or two years? Two years exactly, the guy dies. God did not want my daughter to be a widow. She wept. Oh. She always, always cried. She wept. I even wept. I was worried for her. My wife was worried. We could not see that two years down the line. Like by this time, the, 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 the man's mother who said that he said that you are in English. Yes. He said that you, 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 bad luck. You have come to kill And by this time, I'm not better worried. And God didn't want you to go through that nonsense. And so he, 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 although you had to suffer the pains of death. You see, there are many of us, we suffer the pains of death. We suffer. It's difficult for you to lose your mom. It's difficult to lose your father. It's a pains of death, but God knows the future. He knows there are some things you must do not endure or you would have to overcome and the only way out is some people must exit from your life so that he must introduce some new people into your life i heard bishop tdj say something when i was 23 years old i was teaching pastors conference he says there are certain sermons you can only preach it after you have been through some things you people have no idea what i've been through i chose to follow god at the age of 19, sir, I have served all my life in church, but the days I've gone through in life, who have? Because God was preparing me for you. The fullness of joy doesn't happen after the manifestation, it comes before the manifestation. 
You are joyful not because the thing is a joyful thing. You must be joyful in the midst of the crisis. You are not happy because everything is working in your house. You are happy because you know that all things will work together for your good. I'm not happy because Lady Irene is at home. I'm happy because I know that no matter what happens, she will come home. You do, do you get it? That is what the Bible says concerning Abraham. I'm being fully persuaded. He hoped against hope. You must be persuaded in your heart that you have come to God and in the end, he will glorify his life. So, he will do all. I'm fully persuaded. I will do my part as a wife. At the end of the day, I'll get my husband saved. How God will do it is not mine to think about. The how is the Lord. I will do my part. I'll do my part. Sometimes it's difficult to stay married. Our wives, they can be crazy. The more you want to do nice things for them, the more they read meanings into it. Listen, do your part. One of the most annoying parts is when you take your wife out for dinner or you go and buy her clothes and then she's asking how much was the price. Excuse me, I'm not stupid. Didn't I check the price before I bought it? Okay, and I mean Tobio. Say, No, do your part. Husbands, love your wife so that your prayers may not be hindered. You cannot use your wife's misbehavior as an excuse to misbehave. Two wrongs don't make right. And your wife is not the one who will judge you, it is God. And let all the men say amen. Amen. So women, do your part as unto the Lord. See, sometimes the the devil can move people to misbehave. Your husband loves you, but it can move him to misbehave. Forgive him for your own peace of mind. It has nothing to do with him. You need a joyful sound, not a misbehavior. Yet you have a diary on the 16th of April. This and this and this happened. You will die. You You will die. Someone say joyful sound. You see, life is deeper than what you see. Acts chapter 2, verse 22 to 23. Now, let me say something. When I say rejoice, it means to enjoy the feeling of being in possession of something through singing before the thing is manifested. To enjoy what? The feeling of being in possession of something through singing before it manifests. That's what's called joy. When I say rejoice, you see, let me tell you something. Do you know that when you know you are going to get a car, you are very excited. The day the car comes, you are very excited. After the following day, nothing has changed you. But you are not as joyful as the first time. Why? Because to rejoice means you have a feeling of being in possession of something. So although the thing has not yet manifest, do you believe in God's promise concerning your life? Then you must be joyful before the thing manifests. This woman here, she was always shouting, you call me, hey, pastor, joyful sound. He said, it says my joyful sound. She goes, they've thrown the case out. Because you have already received your answer before. But she was anxious, hey, pastor, what will I do? Ah. One day she was there, I think it was last year or something. 
when God told you to bring him an offering. God, the case, they've not yet called the case. God told them, bring me a thanksgiving offering. Sometimes God puts you in a room so that you can appreciate the little you have. I woke up today, I didn't know what to wear. Have clothes, too much clothes. I'm thinking, I think I should give some out. I've even forgotten I had it. When I had four clothes, I could enjoy. This week, I went to stand at my perfume stand. I'm looking at this perfume. I'm looking at this perfume and saying, yeah. First, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go What am I saying? Man of God, what are you saying? John 16, verse 23. These things have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you, ha- you shall have tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Who said it? So the world will come. Why didn't he deliver us from it? If you know that I have tribulation, I don't want to be in it. He said, be of good cheer. In other words, in the midst of the difficulties, rejoice. Because the end have already gained mastery over it. Look at how beautiful you are with a boy in your hair, with all the skin. First, you used to have hair. You thought that the men were not seeing your face because you have covered. Now you have cut the hair. Still nobody's coming. Be of good cheer. Because God is removing all the concert people in coastal people out of your life. So that by the time the good man shows up, you would be ready to manage him. Before God will bring a joyful son, there will be a word, a circumcision. God will bring you to a point where he will keep your mouth shut. He will cut near. And some of you, your joyful sound is coming. Get ready for the cutting. Because God cannot set a table before you except you go through the valley of the shadow of death. Isaiah 43 verse 2. Are we there? When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Ah, but you know I'm going to the... Why don't you show me another road? Why don't you raise the land and, and let it part? And, and why, why must I go through the water? Okay, water is okay. And through the... They shall not overflow. The, so God knows that it has the propensity to overflow. And yet he said you go through it. I've been through water. Leave me there. It's a river. You know, river has a current. It can easily sweep you away. Yeah. When thou walk through the fire, I've been through water. I've been through river. Leave me there. He said, you go through fire. Fire. Thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Give me a different translation. Message. When you are in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you are in rough waters, you will not go down. When you are between a, a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Next end. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Sheba in your stead. So if you will give it, what must I go through? The scripture says, it was good that I was afflicted. David said, when my father and my mother reject me, then the Lord will have mercy on me. Mama, if you have not gone through what you've gone through, you wouldn't have known God the way you know him now. The reason why I'm enjoying walking 
It's because I don't remember. You know, God told me on 31st of December, this car is not coming back to this house. So I gave the car out. Today I'll tell you what I've learned. I'll have died driving. The doctor said that my heart was not pumping blood well. If I had not done that, I will still be driving to radio. And I was not sleeping. They said my liver, my lungs, my kidneys, they were not working properly because I was not getting enough sleep. So I was doing the work of God. But Lady Irene would have been a widow. Some foolish boy be, but this I will be consoling my wife. Then I'm turning my grave. Hey! Hey! What am I saying? Sometimes God withholds certain things because it is for your own good. I wrote this. Crisis is the rearrangement of circumstances to change your level. Give me Job chapter 29 verse 1 to 4. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I were as in man's past, as in the days when God preserved me. When his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness. Brother, it is only through light that you see darkness and you walk through it. When you have an understanding that this one too shall pass, you will not be affected too much by the bad experiences. This one too shall pass. Hear me. When I come and I tell you that there's a joyful sound, what I'm telling you is this, that no matter what you go through, God's perfect will concern your life is what will produce that sound. And that sound comes because you have hope that at the end, it shall be glorious. That sound comes because you know that faithful is he that has promised. The same will do it. Somebody say joyful sound. And so the year is about when. And you're wondering, God, what are you saying concerning my life? God says, you have to have a joyful sound. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1 to 3. Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation. When at the first, he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. And afterwards, it more grievously afflicted her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, in Galilee of the nations. The people that walk in darkness have seen a great light. And they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nations and not increased their joy. They joy before thee according to their joy in harvest. And as men rejoice when they divide their spot. He says you have multiplied the nations and not increased their joy. These people, they joy before the according to their joy in harvest. See, there are people that no matter what God does for them, they are not happy. But there's also a new people. No matter the afflictions they go through, they are joyful like if that they have received the harvest. See, hear me. You have to be joyful before your harvest comes. When will you come to God? and love on him and rejoice knowing that at the end you will get what you want you put your words in subtly you tell god what you want this week subtly but the week 
you are talking about how you appreciate him giving you life how you appreciate him opening doors for you how you thank God for the things he's done when you begin to sprinkle sprinkle God it works all the time somebody say joyful sound and so if I would leave you I'll leave you with this Psalm 23 verse 5 he says thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over listen to me everybody he was a shepherd he was leading him he went through the valley of the shadow of death what was it for God was after your head he was there to anoint your head when you go through troubles and difficulties God drops thoughts he drops ideas that's when God drops innovations into your head God has always been after your head it, the anointing is for the head the affliction is, is because God wants to get your attention God has always been after your head that he will give you a sound an idea that will cause a, 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 a breakthrough to come that will cause you to have joy most of the time we are not aware of why we go through affliction the affliction is to produce a sound of joy but that sound comes when God anoints your head with oil when you lose your loved one God removes them to replace the people you have lost this is when God wants you to have intimacy with him so that in that intimacy he would download things into you that will bring transformation and cause joy to be sounded all around you the afflictions of our life must produce a sound of joy psalm 91 verse 10 to 11 he says there shall no evil before thee neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling this is god's promise psalm 16 verse number 10 he said for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell neither would I suffer thy holy one to see corruption when you go through difficulties it is not that God will cause you to see corruption it is because he wants to anoint your head your head means you don't see evil in the difficulty you see what God can do you see what will do you see what God is doing with the problem he says you will not suffer your affliction Amira may you not see affliction when you go through difficulty you will not see corruption in the affliction it will not be that this will be my end it shall be that god is setting me up for my next level this year the thing was amplify amplify means that say the things increase the sound and this have been increasing the sound that we walk by faith and not by sight we increase the sound that we will be joyful even in our affliction we increase the sound that though he slays us yet we will worship him we increase the sound that our god is for us and although there are challenges yet surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life I'm your pastor. I know the things you go through. Some of you, I'm not talking to you not because I don't care about you. But some of the things, I cannot do anything about it. Only God has your timetable. Daniel chapter 3 verse 17 to 25. John chapter 3 verse 17 and 25. 
Just the seventh thing. If it be so, our God we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. Verse 27. <laughs> he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no head, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Look at it. God did not deliver them before they put them in. He did not deliver, they increased the fire. Others were dying. Yet in that same fire, that was when God showed up. What have you been believing God for? What have you been trusting God for? He may not take you out of it, but in the midst of it, he will show that he is with you. Amen. Joseph was loved by a woman who was another person's wife. Now, if God was with Joseph and whatever was committed into his hands was blessed, why would a woman fall in love with him and God did not intervene? Why didn't God strike the woman dead? God was with him all. Yet he took him to prison. And in prison, God was still with him. That whatever they committed into his hands, it was blessed. God was with him, yet the people who he helped, they forgot about him for two years. Because God's timetable needed it to be so that, <clears throat> that he had to first be hated by his brothers. They had to now sell him to the Ishmaelites. The Ishmaelites might first go all the way to Egypt to sell him. And when they sold him, they did not sell him to an ordinary man. They sold him to an Egyptian captain of the guards. So that by the time God is getting ready, God will cause a woman to love a man who he was not married to. And then that temptation will cause the guy to run. Now say, oh, we were tired here saying, how can you be running from temptation and you, you leave a souvenir? And the woman used the souvenir. And when she showed it, they put him in prison. And which prison? They put him in the king's prison. Because there was a butler and a baker whom God would give a dream. And then they would have to come into the prison. So that in that prison, they would, they would tell a dream. And God would confirm the interpretation of that dream. And then after two years, God would give the king a dream. And the dream is a dream that nobody can interpret except Joseph. And when he gave it, the king would give his daughter. He gave the priest of own's daughter to him. Now, he will marry this lady, become a prime minister, because the brothers must come and see the fulfillment of the prophecy. But that joyful sound would only come in the form of cry. When his brothers came, his bones moved him. That was when he knew that God had showed him mercy child of God. He said, he named a child and said, God has made me forget about my father's house. The next one he says, and God has now made me joyful in a strange land. You can only be joyful when you have forgotten about past your father's house. I like you to close your eyes. I like you to I do not know what you are going through as an individual, as a couple. But God has a plan. God has a hand in it. I want you to pray. God, help me to be who you want me to be. God, let me have a joyful sound. 
God, my timetable may not necessarily be your timetable. But I come trusting. I come rejoicing. Ah. Open up your mouth and pray. Acts chapter 2 verse 22 to 24. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God. Among you, by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you. As ye yourself also know, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and fallen of God, you have taken and by wickedness have crucified and slain him, whom God has raised up, having lost the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holding by it. It was not possible. It was not possible. It's not possible that this situation, this pain of death will hold you bound. It's not possible that this bad experience will be like this forever. He said that it was the determinate counsel. God knew that it would not be possible. He has a plan. But yet he said, go through it. But at the end, in name will be glorified. At the end, I will take the glory. At the end, you will have a joyful sound. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I've gone through stuff. My husband has been away for 10 years. God, sometimes I feel overwhelmed, but I will one more time trust you. I've been God for a child. I've been married for many years. God, I will trust you. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. God. Ah. The Bible says, blessed are those, the people who know a joyful sound. A joyful sound. A joyful sound. A joyful sound. I like you to pray. I like you to pray. I like you to pray. Ah, Lamentation says in Lamentations 3.17, he said, my soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. I pray that that will not be your story. I pray that that will not be your story. Ah, but the Holy Ghost says uh, in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 1 to 2, he said, we want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty has overflowed in a wealth of generosity in their part. Uh, there is always the abundance of joy. It comes even in the in extreme afflictions of your life. It is my prayer today that whatever you go through, you will have a joyful sound. You will not lose your joy. You will not lose your praise. You will not lose your worship. You will not lose your thanksgiving. You will be joyful because your God is with you. Your God is with you. You will not lose your joy. You will not lose your peace. You will not lose your hope. You will still hope in the Lord. Ah, David said, my soul, why are thou cast down? He said, rejoice in the Lord. I do not know what you are going through. I do not know the difficulty, the affliction. Just do your part and trust God to do his part. Just do your part and trust God. You are saying, God, I'm staying with somebody. Sometimes the abuse is too much. God is saying it is set up. At the end of the day, I will bring you joy. Just do your part. Just do your part. Just trust me. Just keep rejoicing. At the end, I will be glorified. And you will have a joyful sound. A joyful sound. Joy. 
Psalm 30 verse 5, for his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for a night, but joy comes with the morning. He said in Numbers 23 verse 21, he has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. I pray for you today that people will hear that the shout of the king is in with you. God will be with you through the waters, through the difficulties. Things may not be like the way you expect, but God is a faithful God. The shout of a king is in your house. The shout of a king is in your house. The shout of the king is in your house. The shout of the king is in your house. Somebody give the Lord a shout.